Welcome to the ongoing story of the Bible, Season 3, Let My People Go. We're now entering four Bible books, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers and Deuteronomy. The four books provide four different viewpoints on the same story. These books take us through around 120 years of history. We now find the Hebrew family living in Egypt. Episode 2, Duel with a Superpower. God chooses two brothers, Moses and Aaron, a shepherd and a slave, to take his message to Pharaoh. They visit Israelite elders to tell them God's words and show them his miracles with a shepherd's crook. The people believe, and so the brothers set off for Pharaoh's court. Aaron, the spokesman, delivers God's message to Pharaoh. Let my people go so that they can have a feast to serve me in the wilderness. But Pharaoh asks who this God is and why should he obey him? Aaron says God wants the Hebrews to go into the desert for three days and sacrifice to him. He says if they don't go, God will kill them by disease or war. Pharaoh doesn't see why his forced labor should have a rest from his work. So he shows his power by making the Israelites' lives even more miserable. He increases their workload while reducing the building supplies they need to complete the tasks. The Hebrews are dejected, and Moses asks God why he has made things worse than ever. God says he wants the people to know him as Jehovah, meaning Lord, and that he is their rescuer. God says that Pharaoh will view Moses as a god and Aaron as his prophet. God will do even greater miracles and he will make Pharaoh ever more hard-hearted. Then he will make a judgment on Pharaoh and Egypt and everyone will recognize that he is God. God renews his covenant promise to Abraham with Moses, who tells the people but they don't listen. The two brothers go to Pharaoh again and God throws down the gauntlet. To start the display of God's power, Moses' shepherd's crook turns into a snake. Egyptian magicians and shaman match the miracle, but God's snake turns and eats their snakes. In Egypt, the snake represents many things, including knowledge and the sun god Ra. Then Moses and Aaron go back and forth to Pharaoh's court and repeat God's request, let my people go. Now each time Pharaoh says no, God responds by sending a plague. First Aaron hits the Nile River with the miracle crook and water supplies become blood for seven days. In Egypt, they worship the Nile as a god, so God undermines and attacks Egypt's Nile guardian god and the many gods associated with water. But again, Pharaoh's magicians and shaman match the miracle. Then Aaron holds the miracle crook in the air and over the land, and frogs infest everything. Now God is undermining and attacking all frog-like gods associated with creation and childbirth. Now, for the third time, Pharaoh's magicians and shaman match the miracle. Pharaoh asks Moses and Aaron to get rid of the frogs and says the Israelites may sacrifice to their god, but once the frogs are gone, he changes his mind. Now God separates his people. He protects the Israelites in Goshen, where they live, from the plagues while the Egyptians suffer. Now Aaron hits the earth with the miracle crook, and it turns into lice, infesting people and animals. 
god is undermining and attacking gods of the earth. Pharaoh's magicians cannot match this plague. They tell him that this is the finger of god. Now god sends swarms of flies to infest people and animals. God is undermining and attacking Beelzebub, Lord of the Flies, and Prince of the Air. Now God sends disease on Egypt's livestock. God is undermining and attacking a sacred bull god and all gods and shaman of fertility, cattle, and agriculture. Moses is now viewed as a god by the Egyptians, and he scatters temple ashes from their sacrifices. In Egypt, ashes from temple sacrifices are usually scattered by Egypt's priests to avert evil. Now God sends boils and skin ailments on Egypt's people. God is undermining and attacking Isis, goddess of medicine and peace, and all the health gods and shaman. Now Egyptian priests are not able to serve in their temples because the boils make them ritually unclean. Now Moses raises his hands, and enormous hail falls, ruining land, crops, and livestock. God is undermining and attacking all the weather gods and shaman. The flax harvest, used for making cloth and barley for brewing ritual drink offerings, is destroyed. Now Moses stretches his hands over the land, and locusts descend, ruining any remaining crops. God is undermining and attacking all the agricultural gods and shaman. Now, in Egypt, God embarks on attrition warfare, the strategy Pharaoh had used over the Hebrews. He wears Egypt down to the point of collapse through continuous losses from health to agriculture. You can read this story in the book of Exodus, chapters 5 to 10. The Bible library shows that we are all part of the same story. The ongoing Bible story will confront superpowers in Egypt, Babylon, Rome, and Greece. The climatic showdown is in the book of Revelation, a reflection of Egypt affecting the entire world system. Seven angels are sent with plagues, ending the world systems which have been established in place of God. Then God ends evil and promises a new beginning. The Bible story references many empires and nations that history has much data on we can understand the nature of opposition to God's ways in light of the practices and cultures that history shines a spotlight on. Listen in for the next instalment of the ongoing Bible story. These podcasts, called Full Circle, are based on the author's best knowledge at the time of production. They have been created from the Bible texts, commentaries and historical studies. The Bible is God's living word and its story and learning is unfolding and ongoing. Thanks to Bible translators, some of whom gave their lives to give us its words, you can delve into its pages and start your own journey of discovery today.